quality of the following podcast you're about to listen to is a tad questionable considering it was recorded over a Zoom call keeping in mind the norms of social distancing. Now if you're someone who likes their content crisp and to the point, you could head over to our YouTube channel VUTV by Vijay Bhumi. I repeat, VUTV by Vijay Bhumi where you could find small videos featuring key takeaways from all the sessions that you listen to on the VUTV show. Enjoy. Our 2 a.m. hunger games often lead us to munch on junk food. And there, there we have developed an eating habit and I'm afraid this is a bad one. Hey people, it's the VU TV show. In this episode, we are going to get much needed smart food tips by Ms. Jinal Shah, a senior nutritionist at Global Spa, as she is going to be in conversation with Ms. Vinita Vardhan. So, not keeping you awaited for too long, sit back, relax and enjoy the VU TV show. Okay. So let's go ahead and let's begin uh, today's session. So a good evening to all my young friends and to all our fitness enthusiasts who are, you know, logging in at, at, at a really high speed. Uh, hello, everybody. Hope everybody is well and safe. And, you know, it's great to have you all with us here at Vijay University today. Thank you so much for taking the time out. And I promise you that it's going to be highly enriching. So life today, you know, with the lockdown, you know with covid sort of literally walking into people's homes has become extremely stressful hasn't it uh you know and to top it all not just covid but you know you guys have exams coming up um and that of course adds to the stress doesn't it uh you know exams and stress sort of go hand in hand uh i mean i remember during my young days i used to get so spooked during exams that you know it really was like a burden on my mind and in fact even today i you know i get these nightmares about studying for the wrong exam on the wrong day uh, so it just shows how you know the the impact of exams and how stressful you know the entire situation is and i think you know the benchmarks on performance have really increased uh, you know general and it's just so much pressure today on students and i think stress uh, you know to top it off you know makes us go absolutely bananas it just makes us go crazy it makes us do you know really stupid things we don't sleep we are irritated we are frustrated uh, we are snappy uh, you know we are just not ourselves we just not the people whom uh, we really are and i think to top it all our food habits go completely haywire uh, we land up uh, you know eating at these weird hours because we are up the whole night uh you know or we don't eat at all or we are pumping our body with caffeine uh you know we you know we we feel that let's reward ourselves aren't we all so stressed so let's have the chocolate and let's have chips so sure. everything that we you know built up over time just you know kind of goes for a toss during that period and uh you know what we really don't understand is that all this really probably makes the stress even uh, worse uh and actually it does decrease our performance doesn't it so today uh, you know jenal is going to make us aware about the connection between stress and food uh, you know the impact that uh, you know food has on stress uh, good or bad and the impact that food has on our health uh, so jenal will guide us today she will give us these really smart food tips that will help us you know change our alter our eating habits that will encourage better eat, eating and of course will uh, you know help us uh, combat stress as well as make us productive so let me introduce uh, jinal uh, here to you so jinal is a senior nutritionist from the uh, rujuta devekar family uh, host of nutritionists and as you know uh, they are the nutritionists to you know many many celebrities across the country if not the world Uh, Jinal has completed her masters in clinical nutrition and dietetics from the SNGT University, a very famous university in Mumbai. In fact, very well known for uh, you know nutrition, isn't it? Uh, so Jinal has given a variety of TED talks on uh, on you know on subjects to do with better eating. Uh, she has given talks in the US, in the UK, uh, you know, in in a lot of countries across Asia. Jinal, in fact, is also a TEDx speaker. 
she's passionate about her subject and she's uh, you know she's done uh, a number of tech talks she's participated in many conclaves uh, you know to, uh, the business today conclave uh, the cii conclave where she's addressed women leaders about their need for nutrition jinal also does understand uh, the nutritional needs of the youth a uh, very 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 strongly in fact she's spoken to students at iit mumbai she has uh, done class and she's done sessions with the dy patel university so she understands you students and she understands your needs perfectly she's also uh, you know done talks on mindful eating with the police uh, force in mumbai so jina thank you so much for being with us and we have a very young audience students we also have fitness enthusiasts and runners here with us today uh, so let me you know let me hand over the uh, you know the spotlight to you so my first question to you jinal is what are the do's and don'ts of food habits during stressful times like exam okay great thank you so much thank you so much vinita uh, khan and uh, hi to everyone out there uh, thank you i fim for this opportunity and i think talking to students has always been my most favorite uh, thing to do especially with, this is my most favorite book and uh, the only one thing while you were um, you know giving this beautiful introduction i felt like thank god i am done with studying because i definitely don't I want to giving board exams or anything especially after a lockdown like the, like this i feel like I don't know how students are going to manage because, because for children and for adults also, you know, not getting that freedom of movement is anyway challenging. And with a lockdown, with a pandemic, right. I think there is already a lot of stress. And then if you have to post that, come out and give your board exams. Hats off to all you guys out there who are studying and who are going to be getting back to studying and your examinations. Um, but yes i'm going to share a few smart food tips as ma'am said on what all we can do with food and fitness so that we can perform well so that we can keep our sanity during these tough times so here we go the very first thing that i want to share is a few do's uh, when you are studying for your exams or even on a regular day you have a test or board exams or anything that you are preparing for which is like very competitive in nature The first food rule that you must remember is that do not start your day with tea or coffee. Okay, so don't start your day with a stimulant. What you must rather start your day with is a more wholesome meal. So something like just a handful of nuts. You know, maybe you can soak a few almonds overnight, peel the skin, and have it in the morning, or a few overnight soaked raisins, or just a fresh local seasonal fruit. You know, like banana. or mango is in season right now so mango is a great fruit to have or anything chikku whatever that you like but no tea or coffee start your day with a handful of nuts or a fresh local seasonal fruit why you must do this is because see when you're sleeping at night you're as good as fasting so when you wake up in the morning if you want to get on to your studying or if you want to do something where your brain needs to kind of remember everything that you're doing so that you can you know perform well in your task or in your in your exam then it needs that fuel so it's very important for us to always know that the brain only works on glucose and glucose comes from the food that we eat so eat this and then afterwards if you want to have anything else which is a tea coffee that's fine to do but make sure that you are starting your day with this that's rule number 1 rule number 2 with food is that do not Like because I was talking as about tea coffee, not as the first thing. The other thing is don't overdose on tea and coffee because we feel like to stay awake, to stay alert, to stay active, to be able to you know continue studying through the day, we end up having a lot of stimulants. So no overdosing on tea or coffee. What you can do is there are many many good options that you can include, which are from our kitchens. you know things like any sharbat so a nimbu sharbat or like wild mangoes in season like an aam panna or coconut water or simply just some chai this is what you can have as in between meals so do not have tea coffee but these are things that you can include as many times as you wish to in a day include small meal options like you know any laddu made at home we have so many traditional snacks like chivra and chakki and murukku you know all of these things can be a part of your in between meals so you include that but do not overdose on tea coffee 
during the day. So it should not be more than maximum cups. The third food rule that is very important is do not keep opening packets and eating out of packets. Okay, what I mean by this is, you know, things like biscuits and chips and tetra pack juices and sometimes related beverages. That has to completely stop because one thing you need to remember is that the packet will open, the packet will open. And all the packaged food has a direct connection with your mental health. If you are going to eat out of everything that comes out of packet is pretty much dead to begin with. It has no life. It has no nutrient or no nutritional value. So your brain will also be like that because what you eat is what you are. So if you are going to eat food that is dead to begin with, it will make your brain also feel completely dead. So instead of being be feeling active and feeling like whatever that you're studying you're going to retain it and then you'll be able to write well in your exam none of that happen if you're ODing on processed and packaged food so especially no instant noodles you know no category of those um, maggies or whatever ramens and stuff like that that has to be completely out no overdoing chocolate, chocolate. all of some good stuff that comes out of your kitchen things like Like I said, laddu, chivra, chakri, so many things that you can have. You know, in fact, even something like ghee roasted makhanas, which is like nice chakpata and tasty and fun to eat, yet very good for your health. So include that. And the fourth food rule is what to do in the night. Because I know that students stay up oh, in the yeah. night and study and then they eat a lot of rubbish in the night. And I know it's a tough time, you know, it's not fun to stay up and study. It'd probably be fun to stay up and watch a movie and, or chat with a friend, but studying can get difficult. So definitely avoid all kinds of junk food here because I think that craving for junk does come more you know, when you're up in the night and studying. So there are great options that you can replace that. You can do something like a mango or a mango milkshake right now while it's in season or a banana or a chiku milkshake. Definitely no energy drink. Or like all those cloud nine and red bulls and stuff like that everything which is like high caffeine is only going to take away from your performance and will in fact keep you from scoring good marks but right. if you do something like banana banana milkshake or a mango milkshake or even you know in like in maharashtra we have uh, something called as shikran where it's a combination of milk and uh, roti right. and uh, sugar and banana it banana. works really well yeah or a laddu or again these ghee roasted makhana So these are the options that you must have in the night, but surely no junking at night. If you follow these four food rules, it will really help you to all the effort that you're putting into your studies. It will ensure that your memory is good and your performance is good, and you can score good marks. So I understand that ex exams come with stress, but all it needs is a little bit of planning. So just plan your food. Keep these four food rules in mind, and you should be able to do very well. So, Gina, uh, yes, I mean, I think whatever you say makes a lot of sense, especially because those nights are so long, right? And you tend to get hungry, and you know, of course, uh, a packet and uh, you know, snipping it is the easiest thing. Now, the question is, what is the does does unhealthy eating? What is the kind of damage that it does to us? Oh yes. very very big damage especially when uh, we are students when we're in the 10th right. and 12th grade we are still studying because you know we are still in our growth phase and right. at that point if we are eating foods which if you look at for example if we even look at a packaged food just once see the nutritional contents okay when you start reading it the initial few names sound familiar you know wheat flour and things like that but as you start going forward you will see that it literally has like an alphabet and a number like e 8321 you know and into brackets emulsifier basically there are so many chemicals inside that and what it does is that it has a direct impact on our mental health it makes our makes us quite anxious it makes us feel restless it makes us feel irritable it makes us feel angry you know so many kids go through depression also because anyways there is a lot of pressure of studying and there is pressure of performance and then if you are eating all of these kind of foods it's going to make your overall feeling and emotional health worse so eating anything which is in the packaged variety is very very harmful for the body it also comes in the way of your growth all of these preservatives are eventually chemical in nature 
you know it will not give the body the due requirements of vitamins minerals amino acids everything that the body needs for optimum growth so also what's important and i want to say this here is how to identify junk food is very important because right now what's happening is that the entire junk food industry is completely targeted towards students okay there are advertisements to make it look attractive there are endorsements you know they use emotional pulls of making sure that a product is endorsed by a favorite cricketer or by an a personality and therefore our students feel like okay this is definitely better than what's coming out of my kitchen so we try we end up associating a lot of low prestige and to everything that comes from our kitchen which is time tested grandmother's wisdom and we feel like everything which is being sold by the food industry is very aspirational so right. we need to understand how to identify junk food so i just want to quickly say two things here there are two categories of junk foods there is one which is called as the obvious junk food and there is another one which is called as the camouflage junk food the obvious junk foods are the junk foods that we know very clearly are bad you know things like uh, like those pizza outlets or maggi right. and stuff like that we pretty much aware that it is bad but the camouflage one is very dangerous in today's time what the food industry has figured that oh, our kids are very smart they understand that these are not good for my health right. so now they come varieties of okay high fiber you know high in iron rich in protein this is going to help for your right. hair this is going to help for your speed this is going to help for your height so all of this which is being these products which are sold in the name of health so like fiber wala biscuits atta wala noodles you know okay. all these milk powders everything which is sold in the name of health is actually the camouflage junk food just as bad as the obvious junk food so students you really need to keep your eyes ears all your senses open and alert and identify that boss what the food industry is doing is just trying to fool you and unfortunately make money out of that because all that this does is creates a lot of profits for the food industry but for our public health it just damages them so it's very important to learn to identify between these two and both of them need to be avoided so go back to our kitchens right okay so uh, a couple of some really interesting questions popping up uh, general around what you're saying uh, so i think javina says you know there's such a loss of appetite during exams i mean i just don't feel hungry i don't want to eat anything i'm so stressed no hunger how do i combat that uh second, yeah, i'll just add yeah. the second question uh, uh you know which again is extremely relevant is saying that you know well i'm not at home i stay in a hostel i don't have control over food so what do i do and i don't have time to cook either so what yeah. do i do when i don't have a kitchen uh, available to me so two questions okay. how do i combat with loss of appetite and when i don't have food control what do i do see what we need to do is just like how we plan for our studies that in this much time to this much time i'm going to finish this portion and then i'm going to finish this much of my syllabi similarly we need to do some planning for our food as well so i'll answer the first part of the question that there is loss of appetite i completely agree there is loss of appetite during exams but what you need to do is see if you start your day with a banana or with a fresh fruit or with a handful of nuts in the morning the idea of that is to stroke your appetite if you're going to wake up and go hungry for hours together it will further kill your appetite so make sure that especially a month prior to your exams or day prior to your exam and on the day of the exam you are starting your day with something to eat within first 15 minutes of waking up that itself will allow your appetite to kind of get you know better the other thing that you have to do is that's why you include all of these traditional meals you know we have some very um beautiful combinations in place exactly to address issues of stress related suppression of appetite so when i was saying things like the mango milkshake you know uh, even a curd and rice as a combination curd and rice is something that even when you are sick you are okay to have it because it makes you feel quite good and these are also things that are easy to prepare so curd rice mango milkshake um handful of nuts and when you are at home and if you have access to getting all of these things made like a laddu or a dosa or things like that you can work at including that too in in your plan now the thing is all of these things work at improving your appetite the other thing that is important is that you stay well hydrated 
when we are studying we completely forgot about forget about water and if you are not well hydrated your appetite will get further suppressed so anyways there is suppression of appetite coming out of stress but by not drinking enough water you will not feel hungry at all so make sure that you're keeping a bottle with you when you are studying so that you can keep sipping water and make sure that bottle is not plastic try to keep a steel water bottle and you keep sipping on water that will also help you to improve your uh, uh, appetite the third thing that is very important for uh, appetite is and which none of us do see i understand that during exams where anyways there is a big time crunch but if you bring in just 10 to 15 minutes of exercise it will really again help you to regulate your appetite so it can be something as simple as just doing surya namaskars for example especially for all the girls very 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 important that you do surya namaskars but during exams for boys and girls you can it just takes about 10 minutes you go online you type surya namaskars you'll get a very good video in fact if you just go on rujita's social media page you'll get it there as well of herself doing that uh, surya namaskars so invest time in doing 10 15 minutes of exercise skipping uh, squats lunges whatever that you like to do but make time for that that will also help you to improve your appetite so these three things which is ensure that you're not waking up to tea or coffee and wake up to nuts or fresh fruit and um, you know work at drinking water and work at making time for just 10 15 minutes of uh, some form of exercise so that you can improve your appetite for everyone who's living in hostels i completely get that it is difficult what you have to do is a few things you'll have to get from your homes which are all of these very tri- rich traditional snacks so chivda chakli puris laddus especially around your exam time you you can ask somebody from the family to send these across to you so they can form your mid meal options and for main meals see especially in bangalore and stuff rice is easily available so you should just stick to eating rice for both lunch and dinner stick to simple food like dal rice dahi rice you know anything to do with rice will work beautifully and uh, for breakfast anything which is a traditional option so idli dosa you know an omelet depending on whatever you like to eat those are great breakfast options please don't opt for like ready to eat cereals and milk that again is going to come in the way of your performance because ultimately it is packaged so that's what you can do for anyone who's staying in hostel right so i think uh, you know uh, a student has posed a question saying you know how do i get rid of this addiction to junk food like i crave burgers pizzas and you know how do i how do i get get out of that mode and See, craving is coffee three times a day okay or not up to three max but ideally bring it down to two see the minute you start planning your meals well if you start with a meal in the morning and try to eat frequently see eating frequently will ensure that you don't have cravings but what do you eat yeah. frequently these are the options if i can just quickly run you through how a day can be planned which will be a right. student's day how can you plan your perfect meal? so wake up like i said to a or nuts and within an hour of that you have a breakfast your breakfast should be something which is freshly prepared preferably so things like uh, idli dosa upma oha you know depending on what you like what's available for you if none of these fresh options are available even like a glass of laddu and milk or like a nachni you know a ragi kheer or a ragi uh, satva is a very good option then between your breakfast and lunch you plan a meal at about 10:30 11ish you know depending on your wake up time that can be a smallish thing a sharbat like a nimbu sharbat is something where anyone living in a hostel can also make it it doesn't require too many utensils it just needs nimbu sugar and some amount of salt so nimbu sharbat coconut water handful of nuts again a fresh fruit these are some options that can be had between that 10 to 11 o'clock time then between 12 and 1 o'clock you do your lunch you know keep your lunch right. simple traditional roti sabzi dal chawal ensure that there is ghee inside uh, you add a teaspoon of ghee at least minimum you know on your chapati or in your dal or on your rice what ghee will help you to do guys very very important that it will make sure that you don't get that slump after your meal very often we feel very tired and sleepy after lunch or we feel like okay now if i don't have a tea coffee or if i don't even smoke a cigarette for that matter you know i'm not going to be able to go forward with my day right so we've seen students in good kind of habits too the only way that you will be able to get rid of that habit is if you add ghee it will provide that satiety and it will keep away all kinds of energy slump also another thing that you add with your lunch is buttermilk see you know what buttermilk or dahi anything that is possible for you 
what both of these things do is it helps to improve the gut bacteria diversity as well as the resilience and we all okay. know that when we are stressed the gut goes for a toss first and that's because the gut bacteria starts to behave a little funny the way to kind of keep that gut bacteria steady is by including something which is a probiotic in nature which is dahi or buttermilk so make that part of your lunch the next meal is very 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 important which is between 4 and 6 o'clock you may have observed this that up till 2 or 3 you feel quite okay the junking feeling starts coming from 4 o'clock onwards and you kind of become ghosts in your own room or in your own hostel or in your own homes looking for जो भी सामने दिखे खाने का मन करता है इतना मन करता है कि अगर कुछ मिला नहीं तो किसी को मारने का भी मन करता है यू नो योर एजुटेशन इज आल्सो एट द हाईएस्ट एट दैट टाइम सो दिस मील नीड्स टू बी प्लान एंड द ऑप्शंस हियर आर अ फ्रेश फ्रूट मिल्क शेक अ सैंडविच फॉर समवन हु इज इन द हॉस्टल एंड इट्स नॉट इजी टू काइंड ऑफ प्रिपेयर समथिंग हियर यू नो एनी लड्डू कैन बी अ गुड ऑप्शन हियर एनीथिंग व्हिच इज इवन लाइक अ रोटी घी एंड जैगरी यू नो लेफ्ट ओवर चपाती फ्रॉम लंच पुट सम घी पुट सम जैगरी एंड हैव इट it tastes fantastic a leftover breakfast can be a good option this is where you will junk but if you plan this meal then you will not feel like junking to aapke ghar pe agar packets pade bhi hoenge which ideally nahi pade hone chahiye par agar hoenge to bhi you will not want to eat it that's how you overcome your cravings for junk food and then you plan your dinner dinner should be somewhere between 7 and 8 o'clock you know where i feel and we constantly say this and for our uh, all of our students also love it eat rice for dinner it is okay. very easy to digest it's extremely tasty you can have various forms so make rice your as part of your dinner for everyone who's looking to have pumped muscles and to have a slim waist and you know to flaunt a flat stomach rice is the thing to go to so have like dal chawal khichdi pulao bisi bele bhat whatever that you like to eat and let that be your dinner and then in the night if you like milk Healthy milk works beautifully as a nightcap. It's great for boosting immunity. Right now, especially we're all very worried about immunities. It's something that has been a, you know, a cultural thing yeah. from generations together. We've been told about healthy milk. You guys also know that there is a very fancy name for it in English called turmeric latte. So, we pounds or dollars me bikra hai. So, you know, might just have it free of cost. That's how you can plan your meal. And I think if you do it like this, you won't feel like eating any junk. So you know, I think a lot of the, what we are speaking is getting confirmed by these polls that we are running. You know, so Jinal, the first question was: Does stress make you change your food habits? And uh, you know, we have about fifty uh, odd people, fifty percent odd people saying you know completely altered. You know, and the the next question which we just discussed: How often do you eat fast food like pizzas, junk food? You know, pizzas, noodles, and burgers. And uh, what about Forty-five percent of the audience is saying two to three times a month, and I'm saying thirty percent of the audience is saying uh, you know once a week. So yeah, so I think that we you know the questions are coming yeah. in because that's convenient, right? That's the most yeah, convenient thing, easily available. Yeah, once a week is fair uh, for everyone. If you want to, once really a week is fair. Okay. So guys, remember that once a week fair. How many cups of coffee a day, Jinal? अप्रोक्सिटी you know so if i've lost weight i do i really need to exercise i've met my target right i've lost my weight so i believe i'm healthy what do you have to say about that firstly what i want to say to everyone out there that weighing scale is the dumbest machine that has ever been invented okay it cannot tell you anything about your fitness your fatness your thinness your beauty nothing it can tell you nothing about the changes that are happening inside the body In fact, if you want to treat yourself badly, then get onto a weighing scale. If you want to really treat yourself well and keep your self-respect, never get onto the weighing scale. You know, weighing scale is for the body. It's okay. Over there, as much as you weigh, as much as you get from the body, but for the body, it is not at all good. So, what you need to look out for is real measures. What are real measures? 
metabolic health parameters is what we call it so i'm going to share five six things that you check for you know on a daily or a weekly basis to know whether you are getting fitter or not the first thing is are you sleeping well in the night what i mean by that is that are you being able to fall asleep easily you know are you getting good quality sleep that's number one the second thing is that are you waking up fresh in the morning you know do you wake up without snoozing your alarm 10 times or you know like basically do you need to snooze your alarm 10 times if you're needing to snooze your alarm constantly that means there is something wrong you're not being able to recover optimally and health is not at its best so you have to wake up in one go ideally without an alarm max one alarm and you should be able to just get going with your day so you should wake up with fresh uh, fresh and good energy levels the third thing is that are you being able to comply with your exercise routine you know all of us we keep charting for our own exercise plans we also sign up at gyms and various classes at the end of it we are just saying things like are yaar maine to sirf gym mein donation hi kiya main jaye to sirf ek hi ek hi hafta ja sake so don't do that if you are you have to be able to comply to your exercise routine and your exercise routine has to be sustainable you have to plan it in a way that you can stick to it forever the fourth thing is that do you have any kind of acidity sugar cravings bloating indigestion you know the this is what you need to look out for the fifth thing is that can you understand your own hunger and satiety signal ki kab khana hai aur kab rukna hai because if you think about it human beings are supposed to be the most intelligent species on this planet okay but we are the only ones who goes to a dietitian to ask ki humko kitna khana chahiye well we are actually born with the inherent sense to know where to stop eating but the problem is that you know we've grown up and we've kind of just lost touch with our own stomach tongue and brain now they can all three really talk to you and tell you bhai ruk jao but you have to have the ability to pay attention and understand when to stop eating so look out for your own hunger and satiety signals and the sixth thing very very important for all my girls out there that pms and period like pms and period pain is not something which is normal okay your periods have to be painless and effortless kab aaya aur kab gaya pata hi nahi chalna chahiye only then you are fit we have believed started to believe that this is the most normal thing so these six metabolic health parameters are what you need to go by so you check yourself on these six metabolic health parameters if you are improving on these parameters only then are you getting fitter but if you're losing weight or doing worse on these parameters know that you're only getting unfit and only going out of shape so throw okay. away that weight and look for these metabolic health parameters that's the first thing the second thing is that you will lose weight only if you are gaining health okay so you have to aim for gaining health not weight loss when you gain health is when you reach sustainable and irreversible fat loss now how do you achieve this by building good habits good habits like how education is built one standard you know you have to do your first standard second standard 10 12 then only you are going to have a full fledged wholesome educative background similarly even with food and even with lifestyle you have to build good habits so what are some of the good habits eating frequently eating food that is local seasonal and traditional and not dividing food into carbohydrate protein fats and calories because that is a complete wrong way of eating food exercising regularly at least a 150 minutes minimum per week is what you need to exercise sleeping on time regulating your bedtime besides exams other days you cannot be staying up every night and then feeling like oh why am i going out of shape and now let me do some extreme diet it doesn't work like that you fix your bedtime and fix your wake up time if you build on these habits and habits cannot be built overnight and fitness is compounding so you have to do these things week after week month after month what you will end up with is good health which is all these metabolic health parameters that i mentioned will start improving and that will help you lose weight in an irreversible and a sustainable permanent manner but that's not what you should aim at your aim has to be to build good health and weight loss will come as a by product of that so one question here is how do i gain weight if i'm underweight how do i gain weight anything that i any food stimulants or anything that i could do to to do so any tips on well, that well the first thing is chuck the weighing scale because it doesn't matter what weight one is it's okay. irrespective you know weight 
is not going to tell you about your fitness but when you stand on your own two feet do you feel strong comfortable light energetic happy if yes it doesn't matter what the number on the scale shows you see because if you were to weigh yourself on the moon you'll be weightless and if you weigh yourself under water you're 1/10th of what you weigh on land so how can it tell you about what's happening inside the body right so, and do help with people things like oh you're too thin gain weight or oh, you're too fat lose weight that's called as body shaming and, and that is discriminatory our youth is not okay with discrimination you know like just like stand up against racism we got to stand up against body shaming body as well body shaming absolutely. absolutely and there is no number that can tell you about like i said the weighing scale can't tell you about how beautiful you are or how or thinness is also not a sign of beauty neither is like a particular body shape a sign of beauty health comes in all shapes and sizes and we got to be more compassionate about that especially with our right in fact uh, jinal i mean uh, you know just taking this discussion forward and looking at all the questions that are coming away again i'm going back to those misconceptions it's all about cosmetic uh, you know uh effects that the questions are all around and i think that's really what the youth seems to be concerned about is this quick fix cosmetic look uh, and as you i think as you clearly said i mean fat or thin you know be proud of what you are and uh, the weighing scale is not as you said the deciding factor so in fact uh, you know jinal just to cut away for a second uh, so that's a, a, a philosophy that we really strongly believe at uh, vijay bhumi you know in fact uh, we believe that it's not just about cosmetic beauty uh, you know that we want our students to believe in we would like them to be strong advocates of wellness so we have a, in fact jinal uh, you'd be happy to know that we have a program called the personality enhancement program and wellness is an integral part of our students lives at vijay bhumi uh, as well as at ifm the students have to do a fitness program three to four times a week they're graded so you know the self discipline comes in right uh you know we want the students to leave our universities with a discipline around them uh you know we also also do understand like you said you know the parameters of fitness you know so we have a whole bunch of uh, a whole battery of fitness assessments that our students need to do wow. push ups pull ups uh you know they have yoga they have zumba they have a variety of uh, physical activities that they can actually engage themselves in so it's quite fun as well as you know the fitness parameters are checked for and uh, you know this this in i mean this is a very very unconventional approach to education isn't it Absolutely. and uh, yeah so i think vijay bhumi is a university that stands for this liberal unconventional approach to education and we believe that our students uh, you know need to be free spirited you know this liberal approach to thinking is what we advocate uh and we have a couple of professional courses in uh, you know law in uh, science in the uh, performing arts uh and business and everything that they do is you know has a liberal aspect to it so uh that's what we stand for vijay bhumi is at kanchat at greater mumbai you know wow. and uh, yeah something that i'd really like to share with you is that it's right in the middle of nature and uh the university pu- is putting a lot of importance to shaping uh you know diets of our students you know food is sourced from organically from the farmers near you know nearby and there's a lot of focus given to ensuring that the right diets and the right uh, input is given to the students so uh Amazing. you know so, yeah so you know this you know taking off from that this intermittent fasting skipping breakfast fasting for 12 hours what are your views on uh, you know on these kind of diets uh well i feel that anything which is extreme in nature and anything which is which is a diet trend should never be followed uh things like intermittent or uh, keto or veganism and th- things like that they are you know they what they have managed to do now is they figured that our youth is very intelligent and they understand that uh, ye sab diets to thoda buddhu banate hai so now they have given this cultural spin to all of these diet fads and okay. by that they to make it you know appear more realistic and this whole thing of giving a diet fad a cultural spin is called as cultural appropriation where then you start okay. feeling like oh our ancestors also ate like this only they also ate just two times in the day well our ancestors ate only two times in the day and not all of them some of them because situations were different then sometimes there was no scope 
or no ability to have more than two meals you know we also do understand that we refer to two meals a day in a sense where there is not enough ability to have more than that you know hum log kehte hain ki isko to sirf ka khana naseeb hai that is where you're not getting adequate but imagine what's happening today to all of our especially the rich and the well to do indians what okay. we are doing is we want to create states of starvation in our body because we want to get thin while right. we have a real issue which is where little children are still dying of starvation in our country so what are we all about why are we going after these kind of diet fads you know the thing with any kind of especially for intermittent fasting a big big warning out there to all our girls that any kind of a diet which is extreme in nature especially fasting it in fact takes away from your hormonal health the one thing it ends up doing is it makes you skip your period which is the worst thing that the body can go through it creates a lot of havoc inside the body so skipping a period is not at all a healthy thing especially when it is come because of deprivation so the first thing that all students need to know is that there is no glory in self deprivation so any diet which is asking you to stay away from something which is culturally a part of your eating pattern is wrong you should not adopt it so if it says things like only eating twice a day or keeping so many hours of fasting what it's going to do is uh, it will make your brain completely dull it will make your hormones go for a toss yes you will lose weight but what you will end up losing is a lot of your muscle and bone weight and fat will remain as it on the minute you stop it you end up gaining twice the amount and now we also know that weight is not at all an indicator of fitness the real indicator of fitness is how you feel on a daily basis so if you're going to feel dull your hair is going to fall your skin is going to break out your period is going to go for a toss you know you're going to start looking much older than your age then do you think it's worth it to do anything which is so extreme in nature of course it's not see as students and especially when you're coming from an institution where institutions also teach us to think long term why are we studying like this we're studying this way so that we can make great futures it's the same thing why should we eat right today so that we can build a very strong immune system so that we can build a superb eating pattern and lead a disease free life forever and if anything is unsustainable it is not at all something that you should do so i would and we all should ensure especially the youth because they are in this is their main age this is when they are really growing this is when their bodies are also like you know peaking with its bone density and muscle strength and you know every aspect of the brain to every cell of the body is in development phase if they to do anything which is extreme in nature it will cause them any kind of a disease much earlier in life you know in their adulthood yeah. which will be quite doomed. so not at all worth doing in fact there is something which you know you guys can go back and read it's called as the biology of human starvation uh, yeah. a, a science an american scientist had done one little study uh, this was during the world war 2 and it was to simulate uh, hunger and he's talked spoken about how many issues that the people who were part of the study faced not just while they were doing this fasting but even 5 years later so definitely not doing any of these things correct tell me jinal uh, three questions on some specific foods uh, ghee is good right is ghee, ghee good is ghee is one of our panchamrits uh ghee is a superfood globally now being recognized as a superfood even if you go to any uh, supermarket in the west you'll see one full section of what is called as clarified butter that is nothing but ghee you know cleveland clinic which is one of the world's best heart hospital in america they have released a full poster on the benefits of ghee in our body also for everyone who's looking at good skin and good hair and fat loss and a flat stomach ghee has a very unique structure of fat it's called a short chain fatty acid it helps you to burn all the stubborn fat you know sometimes we feel like are i'm very perfect on the top but my hips are a little what you right. have to do is just include some ghee in your diet but it has to be homemade ghee or ghee bought from a uh, like a gaushara where they ghee from uh, desi cow milk yeah and rice at dinner is what you suggested i think that there was a question there that the common myth yeah. is no rice at night but you're suggesting rice uh, correct you know yes right yeah. the myth is that you know we all because we look at food from this very narrow view of carbohydrate protein fats and calories we feel like right. oh rice is a carbs but i just want to very quickly say that in 2019 there was an obesity conference uh, by in the european uh, nation 
and they had released a full paper on the benefits of um, rice and how it is do how it is very important for weight loss and fat loss in the body now uh, the thing about rice that i want to just very quickly share is that uh, it is very rich in vitamin b6 which helps to reduce bloating so you know for okay. all of us especially before period sometimes you feel biggish on the stomach or you feel that bloating so rice helps to beat that for anybody who has issues of constipation it helps to clear the stomach in the morning if you're having it in the night with some dal or some dahi or with some just khichdi and ghee uh, what it also does is that uh, it is very prebiotic prebiotic is the food or is the fiber that the probiotics survive on which is the gut bacteria that i was talking about earlier so it helps it works as food for the gut bacteria and uh, also it really is just fun to eat rice for anybody who's living in the hostel there's no janjat of cooking and cleaning you can make a one pot meal mix some rice mix some pulses at this point i would also like to share for all students pulses are also very very important you know india has more than 65000 variety of pulses but we hardly have 5 6 of them but we should include at least 12 to 15 varieties every month so things like uh, moong matki masoor rajma horse gram uh, goa bean you know there are so many so many out there so include those as well okay okay yes rice is very nice don't look at food as carbs proteins fats and calories and just look at it as local seasonal and traditional right okay that 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 again as i said broke a myth right rice and uh being fatty okay so my last uh, you know we we'll, we'll sort of close right now but i would like to just you know ask you one last thing jinal you know this is for all our runners uh, who are who are probably uh, logged in you know uh, i was telling you about kanyathon right which is this marathon run that our students put together every year like i said we are strong advocates of uh, fitness uh, and we we had 7000 runners uh, you know on the 1st of march 2020 and we have our next edition coming up in the second week of march 2021 and i would really like uh, to give some tips to my runners uh, yeah. what kind of diet do you recommend for uh, people who are training to run and that would be the last question right? well for runners there are three things that should definitely be a part of their daily diet one is a local seasonal fresh fruit whatever is in season at that time or uh, definitely at least once or even twice a day uh secondly what is very important to include is rice okay rice is okay for dinner or uh, as a mid meal the okay. uh, or as lunch the third thing is coconut uh you know and coconut is something that gives so you may have heard of this that in uh, uh you know tour de france for example which is a cyclothon right like right yes they use coconut oil uh, like mcts basically medium chain triglycerides which is from coconut for endless stamina so we know this that what coconut does is it gives the body endless physical stamina and also the brain a lot of a uh, lot of strength and stamina both so coconut in the form of coconut water if it's accessible with the malai you know even just a mixture of uh, cashews and coconut and jaggery or peanuts and coconut and jaggery not just for running but also pre exam post exam during exam it works like a beautiful stress buster but definitely oh. for runners because it gives a lot of stamina so that should be a part of their daily um, eating pattern as well very important for runners is a night before your run don't mess up with things like eating a pasta or eating things that are unrecognized which you don't otherwise eat on a daily basis okay in run the night before your run it's very important to just eat rice so eat it in your traditional form the way you always eat it and post your run so obviously that is the night before when you go for your run in the morning eat a banana and go during your run keep some soaked raisins or some dried dates or again a banana with you and sip on water don't go for all of these gatorades and all of these electrolyte waters instead just carry your own water bottle with you in that you can add uh, you know just a little bit of electrolyte powder if at all but otherwise keep these things handy post run again don't go for anything which the body doesn't understand the best post workout meal will be like a banana and a protein shake or a white bread boiled potato sandwich or a sugarcane juice if that's accessible any of these things work beautifully post run in fact uh, you know rujta has written a book it's called as don't lose out workout this book has um, an entire chapter on cardio and an entire even food as well as an exercise plan for someone who's looking to run the marathon okay wow so for all your runners you've gained something pick up that book and and read about it 
Okay, so with this, uh, you know, Janelle, I'm kind of done with all my questions. Uh, any any last parting tips from you? Uh, uh, you know? I would like to just say one last thing, ma'am. Um, you know, yeah. we, we run this project called the Sunave Community Farming Project because you mentioned about Vijay Bhumi having fresh yes. produce coming yes. from Yes. One thing that's very important and we feel that all schools and colleges should definitely do this is include farming as part of their studies as a subject, you know, because okay. food and farming, food is much beyond just carbs, proteins, fats and calories. It's a multidisciplinary study that includes soil health, crop cycle, policy, you know, everything. And when you understand how it grows from a seed into the final product that you have, you realize much more in terms of, you know, how much it comes with you. So I feel like there are three R's that I want to leave this talk with that farming helps, especially students to develop. One is responsibility, two is respect, and third thing is resilience. And these three things are very important in life. And that's something that farming teaches us. So I really wish that because you guys are into liberal uh, studies and you're doing a whole you can include farming for all kids or at least have farm visits where they can see how rice actually grows before just calling it carbs and dismissing it and not eating it. It'll make a lot of, uh, add a lot yes. of food to their life. Yes, absolutely. I think we, as I said, we all need to go back to nature and uh, you know get rid of all the you know the pollutants uh, that you know we don't think twice about yeah uh, so jinal uh, you know it has been a truly marvelous session i see questions just pouring in but unfortunately we're running out of time and i'm not able to address uh, most of it i mean address all of it uh, but i must say we've covered a whole bunch of topics we had a poll running we have these three questions. Does stress make you change your food habits? How often do you junk food? Okay. And, uh, you know, how, how often do you exercise? And I think if they're from Vijay Bhumi and IFM, they, you know, exercise is embedded into them. Uh, and I'm so glad that, you know, you spoke about the combination of eating and exercising. And I think we learned so much today from you, you know, rice being uh, something that is, you know, is advisable at night. I think that's something that I learned uh, from you, uh, you know, the caffeine, the how to control uh, an insatiable, you know, craving for junk food, uh, the home food, you know, being, that's it, right? The most important. And uh, if I'm in a hostel and if I don't have a kitchen to myself, you can still uh, develop some really great food habits. So thank you, Jinal, so much. Uh, it's been a marvelous session. So students, you've been absolutely marvelous. And, uh, you know, all my runners there, we're going to see you March 2021. We will be in touch and we will let you know what the date uh, is. It's going to be the second week of March. So thank you, guys. Thank you so much. And I'm now signing out. Yeah. Thank Bye, Jinal. It's been great. Thank Love you. you. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.